Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your host, Nick, managing editor of this fine establishment, and I'm joined in studio with my co-hosts, Nathan and Imran. And for those of you who might not be aware, we are a dedicated gaggle of gearheads that have been running this magazine for the better part of a few years, more or less as an excuse to play with new cars. And this week, Imran got to play with a Ferrari 480A. Why don't you tell us about that, buddy? Yeah, that was uh, all sorts of special. That's uh, kind of a bucket list thing. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. I, uh, that was, I was blue, the correct color for a Ferrari. Yeah, <laughs> right? I'll die right? on that hill, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've driven two Ferraris all my life. Uh, I drove a 360 Spider when I was like in my early 20s just by sheer dumb luck. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Um, gated okay, wait, let's talk about that. How was that? Yeah. <laughs> gated, gated manual. I'd love to comment on it, but to be honest, I was scared shit. I was like 23 years old. Right, yeah. Um, and it was like my dad's friend's car yeah. and mm. he just like literally tossed me the keys. Yeah, no pressure. Um, yeah. Like the guy's on the phone mm. and he looks to me and he's like, can you drive stick? And I'm like, yeah, I had an Ultima manual at the yeah. time. He just nice. throws me the keys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> walks away and I'm just like shaking. Um, so I, I mean, I might have revved that thing out to like five thousand. Mm. And uh, but yeah, it's still like this ingrained core memory of yeah. mine, like, like and forever will be. Yeah, the first time. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's funny you should say that. My first Ferrari was also a gated three sixty. Nice. It was a, it was a sunroof coupe. Yeah. Um, that is to date the best car I've ever driven. A sun, incredible. A, sun, a sunroof coupe? Super rare car. So it's kind of like a crappy Targa where like it's just a large sunroof panel pops out and like oh, yeah? hides in the front of the car. Um, oh. But yeah, un- unreal. Ridiculously good car. Yeah. Uh, Benso reviewed it for the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do have an Enthusiast Corner feature story on it. That was kind of a dream come true for, for, for Ben as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and come to think of it, driving Ferraris seem to be a lot of dreams come true for all of us, but... I guess I kind of seem like the odd one out because while I do enjoy them, it's not really top of the bucket list kind of a thing for me. So I had a friend, we were we were having a conversation and, and I always say like I prefer a slow car fast yeah. versus fast car slow yeah. and a 488 is holy shit fast. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, maybe you'll change your mind once you drive like a real exotic. Mm-hmm. And I had it for a week and I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Like it is ferocious. Yeah. Um, I like hear, stupid quick. I hear really good things about modern Ferrari steering. Yeah. I thought it was bang on, like damn near perfect. Like the weighting was really good. Um, it didn't feel artificial. Yeah. Uh, the the transmission was phenomenal, um, and I love the fact that they don't really re- like refine. Like they keep they they're trying to tell you that it's an automated manual kind of thing, you know. Like yeah. it, uh, you have to hit the paddle to put it in gear. There's no drive button. Uh, is there a reverse right. button? There is a reverse button. Okay. Um, you it'll roll back in gear. Is there a park button? Um, there is no park button. You just okay. put the parking. Yeah, okay. You just yeah, you put just the parking brake okay. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So cool. I kind of like like that sort of theater to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, holy the power out of that yeah. 3.9 liter twin turbo V8. Virtually mm-hmm. no lag whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the owner that we had it from, it was um, he had a Compristo valve controller installed, so I kept the valves open the whole time. Nice. And mm-hmm. yes, it doesn't sound like like a 360 yeah you know, that's not the example. same as the actually aspirated cars but, but that's okay because it mm. still sounds friggin amazing mm. um yeah and just like the it is true like the the chassis balance of that thing felt completely unflappable the thing i was most surprised about was uh the fact that 
670 horses to the rear wheels didn't yeah. feel scary. It actually didn't. Like, I actually felt when I put, uh, when we had that MA competition, yeah. when you put that thing in rear wheel drive mode, yeah. um, that thing felt like I'm going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, Hellcat. Yeah. Or same or thing with, yeah. with, the, with the Supra we had a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like, like, I felt like their rear end was not ready, was not set up for that car. Yeah. And with yeah. this thing, it was just like, obviously it's mid engine, but like, yeah. but you never felt like it was going to get away from you. Like you felt so confident in that. A lot thing. of people say yeah. that about modern supercars, and and I feel like that that approachability, that ease of use, kind of detracts from the fact that you know it kind of detracts from the supercar experience that a supercar should scare you. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, a Hellcat is scarier. Yeah. Like, what uh, better way sure. to feel alive than to feel terrified for your life? Yeah. What, what yeah. Was yeah. it Jeremy Clarkson who said uh, you're most alive when you're closest to death? Was it Clarkson? Was it Clarkson? Or he quoted someone. Maybe he quoted someone. He probably quoted um, somebody. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's not that... Like, I wouldn't say it felt sterile. Like, that's not that's not what I'm trying to imply here. Okay, like, yeah. It, it didn't... It wasn't like, oh, this is too competent. Right, Like, yeah. you can you can get it to shimmy. You can get it to kick, kick out the back end. Like, yeah. you can, but it always felt in control. Interesting, right. yeah. Um, and, like, the only way to, like, get get a rise out of that car was to go bewilderingly stupidly fast mm-hmm. yeah and at yeah. that point what's the point yeah like, like as soon as you hit that speed limit right yeah like <laughs> I, believe nathan, <laughs> I believe nathan your 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 line is drive it like a gorilla yes nice something like that drive yeah. it like a gorilla what does that infer i don't even know what the concept is <laughs> nick can you use that in a sentence please uh the i be, okay so i believe it's a quote from your m3 cs story um, in that you really, you can only really upset the M3 CS. Oh yeah, so if you're, like a gorilla. yeah. If you're being like super hamfisted yeah. with it, like just like yeah. crank it on the steering and like just being dumb with the throttle, like yeah, being a moron, like just full throttle everywhere all the time out of every corner, like not even trying to be finesse, just a dumbass. Yeah, like I see the like <laughs> when I was driving around the 488, my first thought, like mm-hmm. getting into it at first, was like I don't want to end up in a YouTube fails video. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, with a damn near four hundred thousand dollar car that belongs to your buddy that belongs to a friend (laughs) um and uh yeah he was showing me around he's like this is the launch control but i'm like yeah i'm not gonna be trying that like i'm I'm okay i'm okay without that that's okay Okay. (laughs) um but but uh yeah that was my sentiment so at first i was like very cautious and careful Mm -hmm. um and then yeah you just realize that it's like no the people who are putting this into a wall like they're they're idiots yeah because this thing is <laughs> yeah because it's, it's like, so got your back like it's, it's doing so, so much work yeah. for you like ferrari's traction control and like the manatino dial yeah. it's like so brilliant it's so perfectly calibrated yeah, yeah it, it really is and it doesn't feel like it's taking away from the experience at all um that car was as as close to perfect as i've driven like i i really enjoyed it yeah. Not that I have the money for it, nor probably will I in this lifetime, but um, it's still not a car that I'm like, oh, this is now my on my vision board. Um, don't have one of those. Um, mm-hmm. But it's That's not. That's like what the vision board yeah. would say. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still very much, I know we talked about it last week, but you know, in some ways that Mazda Speed Miata gave me you know, similar yeah. uh, endorphins, if you will. You know, just right. but you just, look just because you can lean on it more. Yeah, you're just yeah. like I would leave my neighborhood in fourth gear in that thing, and because yeah. <laughs> like you look down and you're like at ninety, <laughs> like <laughs> like this is great. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, not a car that's like on my dream list per se, yeah. but I could see why people love them. I kind of stopped caring about Ferraris after the four thirty. 
the 430 for one, I think, is one of the most beautiful Ferraris mm. made. Mm. I, I, I really like it. Um, I, I'm still partial to the 360. 360, 355, um, 360. Yeah, the 355 is beautiful as well. And this is an unpopular opinion, but yes, because I grew up on Need for Speed, it was too high stakes, right? too? No, high stakes. High stakes. And the F50 was... Yeah. Uh, just yeah. like, yeah, I still yeah. love one of those. Yeah, one of my uh, photographer friends, uh, the real ABD, you should actually look him up. He has uh, some great photos, but um, yeah, he uh, he just shot a yellow F50. Nice. And I was drooling looking at those yeah. photos. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think that car might have like the most ridiculously seductive rear three quarter on any car ever made. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I I I love that thing. I don't know. I know it was kind of not hated. Maybe this is too strong of a word, but just because the F forties around, like people are like F yeah. fifty was kind of this forgotten middle child kind of yeah, thing. yeah. a little bit right. There's a lot. A lot of nineties cars ended up like that. Yeah, like, kind of like the weird middle child that now we're looking back and seeing like that was the one. That yeah. was the one to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, I I I love that thing, um, but yeah, no, I don't I don't think the back to the four eight eight like turboed Ferraris are a okay uh, yeah. with me. Um, they the sound all its own was was in, no, I'd say it was intoxicating <laughs> in its own way. It does a weird thing though, so you can drive in an automatic yeah. and it will short shift like crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, under three thousand without the valve control, the valves are off. Um, and it's actually quiet. Like it's, I can roll into my neighborhood that's full of a bunch of right. old people, mm-hmm. um, and no one would complain. Um, but it does this weird thing that if you're driving in manual, and let's say you're not yep. going ten tenths, but you're shifting just over three thousand, yep. the valves even at part throttle will open right over three thousand. Mm-hmm. So it goes from quiet, quiet, yeah, quiet to super loud. Yeah, and like then like it goes back to yeah, quiet. Yeah, the Jaguar I had last week was like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like stupid programming. It makes no sense. And, and three is way too low for that. Like yeah. way too low for that. But it's that. not even calibrated to like uh, throttle input. Right. So you yeah, know what it's I mean? just a hard on at it's three. On or off. And yeah. it, it makes you look like an idiot. Now mm-hmm. was that more so the car's stock tuning or the or 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 the valve programming do no 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 that's like that's the stock tuning like he literally got the valve controller to to circumvent that interesting Mm. yeah and even wow when you start up the 488 yeah the valves start open yeah and immediately close so it like starts up quick shout to make a show and then just you hear it just like click off and then Mm. everything goes quiet essentially it's weird like i know it's some noise regulation stuff and random country Mm. xyz blah 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 but yeah it's it's unfortunate. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, overall, love the thing. But I think what we really want to know about, and and I thought it was hilarious, is that you also had an Equinox the same week. That's, that's Yo, right. How was that? Clearly. Because I was scheduled on that, and I was... How did you I, get I, out? I can't even did, keep it straight. How did you get out of that one? <laughs> Clearly. That's the car we care about here, the Chevy Equinox, bro. So... <laughs> okay, but actually, like, I think GMs drive pretty okay. Like, actually, how was it? So. It, hold on, let's backpedal because I have forgotten. Is the Equinox like midsize, compact? Where is compact. it now? It's compact. It's a 1.5 liter turbo. I can see why you didn't talk about it that much compared uh, to the 488. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it is a vehicle. It is uh, an car. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the best way to describe And I don't even mean that in a bad way. Like, I really yeah. don't. But, like, I was talking to my wife about this and. There's just nothing that is memorable about it. 
And yes, no, I, I don't mean like compared to a Ferrari or something like that. Yep. But they're just like, it's not like, oh, it has a great sound system or the illumination at night is great yeah. or just just something about it. It's like there was just nothing that... I recently bought a washing machine and I imagine the buying process among combat crossovers is a lot like my wife and I shopping for our washing machine in that, oh, well, this one's under a thousand bucks. Oh, this one has... This one's white. This one has multiple cycles. Like, there's nothing memorable about washing machines either. In the same way, there's nothing distinctive yeah, about... Bro, so, the Maytag has the multiple cycle button in a different location. It's way more ergonomic. You stupid. Well, we ended up with a whirlpool. No, uh, did, we're, did we're, you, we're not talking about this now. Did you, did you, did you know that Equinox was white? Is no, this, is this no. where the washing machine? <laughs> okay, I know. Is it white? Yeah, it was white. I, I, I had no idea what that color. White Equinox press. Oh that's, god, that's right. Yeah, it is was it, white. Okay, what was the trim? Was it was it at least a nice trim? It was the premiere. Okay, yeah, it was, okay, it was a nice trim. It was like it. It, it was not like the interior quality was good. It was uh, black leather, and it had this kind of like caramel or orangey stitching. Like, okay, um, hmm. which a little bit was, of personality in there, which was kind of cool. Yeah, um, stitching. Yeah, but again, outside of that, like very, it, it uses analog gauges, which which is not bad, but they still remind me of like my dad's ninety one mm. Cavalier. Like, I kind of like that about GMs, honestly. Like he, they're, they're very familiar. Like like I can give like someone who hasn't driven anything since ninety one, drop them in a brand new GMC, Buick, Chevy, whatever, and they're like, "Yep, this makes sense," and they instantly got yeah, it. Yeah, and that's like, like that's like the the washing machine example. Yeah. Like you, I can come to your place and use your washing machine, and I'll know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like it's. Gang. <laughs> we are not sponsored, but hey, no tag. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> I need your dishwasher too. Uh, but yeah, it's you're right. It's like it is that appliance thing, right? Like yeah. it's just there is familiarity to it. Um, it doesn't use a gimmicky rotary shifter dial. Yeah, it just works. Or, yeah, it, it's basic. It's honest. It just kind of makes sense and works and. That's yeah, fine. like everything is easy to, easy to find. Yeah, um, and like to its credit, oh, I haven't I didn't drive that one, but I've never driven a GM anything anything that drove anything resembling poorly. Every GM I've driven has driven exceptionally well for what it is. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. say so too. Like it's not like uh, the Jeep Compass, which was my initiation vehicle. <laughs> um, that one was <laughs> an objectively bad car. Like yeah. it was just like. It was like even my wife pointed out, like, why is it like when you're braking, it feels like it's not going to stop because it was like <laughs> diving so much. Um, you know, the the Equinox had none of that. Yeah, like it was yeah. like it just it did what it needed yeah, to do. Yeah, they're competently engineered and they're fine, and that's yeah. not a bad thing. Some things can just be fine, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. There's a large cohort yeah. of the population that yeah. is just wants, that wants a car that's just fine and, and makes sense, yeah. and it's just like, it's just a whatever kind of I don't want to say throwaway, but just a whatever NPC mobile that just works and does <laughs> things. It's a it, car shaped car. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is a prototypical NPC mobile. That's yeah. yeah that's what it is. Yeah. Um, speaking of NPC mobiles, Nick, you're in the process of drafting a comparison about some fancy NPC mobiles. We did, yeah. Last week, uh, we kind of split our time between the Lexus NX350, uh, non-hybrid, it, it was just a gasser, and it just so happened to fall on the same week as our as a Mercedes GLC 300, which, by the way, wouldn't start up upon picking it up Ooh. at... Uh, Last Monday. Didn't also not start again when you're yes. trying to leave here? Yes. Yeah. It, so apparently it was a software update that was triggered by accident. Um, and that impacted um, 
that everything. Im- that impacted everything, and mm. it it effectively bricked the car. Wait, that that like we triggered by accident, or no. like it was just like an OTA update that exactly. Was- yeah. So the car decided it's update o'clock. Yes. I'm not going anywhere. Yes. Get bent. Yep. That's nice. Awesome. Happened nice. twice. It's very fun. Very fun. <laughs> oh. uh, it triggered a check engine light, but it cleared up within like a couple oh, of days. Man. So that's. Oh, whatever. did that check engine light go away? It did. Oh, very good. Excellent. Is that um, is that be, uh, not? <laughs> so you guys have been doing this for longer than I have. Um, there must be some other horror stories of cars not starting, not working. Not really. No, no th- this one's like, pretty egregious. Really? Yeah. Nothing. Like, we've had really. we've had like we've had issues. Like I've noticed a lot of Fords have had like just weird dumb little QC issues. We've yeah. had a couple Lincolns where like the yep. screens went out. We've had a couple of Volvos where the screen went out. I had one with a critical charging fault um, like, and, mm-hmm. and bricked itself. Nice. But then, then cleared up. Nothing's left Nothing's le- left me stranded on like this GLC 300. Yeah. So di- didn't the, didn't our like EQS booking get delayed a couple times because of... Because it broke. Because yep. it wasn't working yeah. either. Yeah. Yep. I was supposed to have that like nice. three months ago and yep. we didn't get it because it broke. And then when we did get it, it was falling apart. <laughs> flagship um, german engineering yeah no 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 no, no, no. Don't, don't don't throw them all into this you know what you know what vehicle doesn't start uh on account of software issues my 300 th- my th- my 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 300 kilometer bmw m5 starts up every time yeah it doesn't have software my 35 year old bmw starts up every time no software yeah <laughs> um it has software it has efi yeah. It's very fancy. It's Bosch Motronic. Wow. The first generation. It's good nice. stuff. Yeah. Nice. Luxury. Um, but yeah, when the GLC 300 did decide to start up and function properly as a car should, um, wasn't that bad, actually. I would argue that the interior actually felt a little felt a little nicer than the EQS. Nicer or... F- oh, the EQS. Pardon me. I thought you were making the comparison yeah. to the no, Lexus no, no, no. that we were comparing no, we're, directly to. Okay. We're... we're we're going to get to that. Okay. Um, not sure about the new mild hybrid powertrain. Um, I did feel like it did take a while to like kick down oh, yeah. and kind of shoot you ahead. Uh, so there was a bit of a bit of lag uh, on initial tipping, um, but it was actually very comfortable on the highway. I would argue it's a bit more compliant, a bit quieter than the NX on the highway. Possibly, yeah. I, I could get behind that. Um, I was mm. surprised to learn um, that despite the $75,000 as tested price tag for for the GLC 300, it was missing adaptive cruise control. Wow. Well, yeah, but it had the AMG package and the night package and the black package, and it looks sick, bro. And, and it the also- two <laughs> premium packages that had the premium and the premium enhanced packages. Yes. And yet none of those add fucking adaptive cruise control. Yeah, and that's all nice. I want a press car to do. Like, I'm in this so I can have fancy new cars every week that drive themselves. I just want a boring <laughs> commuter car that I can just set to on and yep. forget about it. I, I love adaptive cruise. I need this in a modern car. I've become spoiled. I don't yeah, care. I it's, need it. It's stand- and this is the thing about, like, luxury cars today because you have cars from mainstream yeah, manufacturers. Yeah, like, like a Civic has it as standard. As am I, standard, am I correct? right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Honda, yeah, their intelligent safety suite is standard now. Isn't Subaru, doesn't Subaru include it too now or something? They, like, they, uh, like, they all say, have yeah. like a safety suite of some variety. I don't know how many of those make, make adaptive cruise and lane tracing as standard equipment. I think for Toyota, I, I think Honda and Toyota. I think um, Honda and Toyota do. I, I, I think on Toyotas, adaptive cruise is 
not quite standard on the base models. It's mm -hmm. standard on the on the mid-level trim. Yeah, you'd have to go out of your way to not get it to get a Toyota without adaptive cruise. But I'm pretty sure you can spec like a base Impreza, base Forester, base Crosshair. Yeah, whatever, without it. Uh, yeah, with with adaptive cruise. Oh, yeah. with okay. With eyesight. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the uh, fancy NPC mobiles. Um, Actually, wait. Before we get further into this, I'd like to bring up the GLC's grill. Okay. Which I hate. I despise. I love yeah, it. It's the, so the, the mini the, the 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 little like field of like mini tri stars. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's part of the <laughs> AMG. Hate it. One of the two AMG packages that this right. thing had. Um, I tried to count how many little three point oh, stars there were on there, uh, but I lost track like halfway through. So there are. Let's just say there are a bunch. Many. Yeah, three pointed stars. It, it just on it strikes me as I, I I can't remember when exactly this became popular. I want to say guys helped me out 15 years ago when like handbags with like the repeating logo on it like gucci or louis vuitton uh, handbags with like okay. that repeating yeah and i thought as soon as i saw that what i think my 15 year old self like that is the tackiest most terrible trash no, in the world from, and as soon as i see that i assume you're a bad person but from a you distance like it's it's kind of like it blends in a little bit like it kind of blends like, in but then you, like but they're doing it on multiple vehicles they're doing yeah. it on the eqs's as well and like it just yeah. strikes me as like a flashy obnoxious branding exercise yep. because mercedes doesn't know what to do anymore they're not flagship <laughs> engineering. They're not cutting edge. They're not doing anything really special. They're just going for bling and brand damage because that's all they know how to do. The only thing yeah, that vehicle was uniquely excellent at was the sexy mood lighting. Mercedes has got that down pat so well. Yeah, it's like a nightclub. Mercedes in general. They're really good yes. at that. Yes, yes. I will admit um, the the GLC 300, uh, both the refreshed one and the pre and and the pre the pre refresh actually that I had a couple years ago. Both of those absolutely nailed the mood lighting at yeah, night. Yeah, sexy mood lighting. Just by yeah. more, just more. It just yep. looks like like a like South Beach, Miami at night. Like it's oh, just yeah. neon. It's well, cool. you have it's all like that the shiny silver and chrome on the inside. Yeah. Plus the neat, the lighting. It's like yeah, very yeah, very disco it, nightclub. It's, thing. it's very like it's it's attractive because they're not doing like the problem is that like Mercedes used to be like engineered to a standard. These vehicles were built with unbelievable impeccable yeah, quality materials. Yeah. They were, yeah, yeah, they were tanks and now they're not doing that. They're cost cutting. They're not doing anything better than anybody. So it just has to look flashier than everybody. And that's where the stupid Louis Vuitton grill comes from. <laughs> and that's where admittedly the very sexy mood lighting comes from. But there's <laughs> nothing that vehicle does that the Lexus doesn't do significantly better. Really? I, oh, okay. So a search, Circling back a little bit, I would argue the GLC was quieter on the highway. Uh, I did notice it had double pane glass. Can't double remember. pane glass? It did. Okay. Yes. Fancy. Um, I can't remember, or maybe I didn't lower the NX's windows at, at any point, but so I can't comment on that. But I do know that the GLC did have double pane, pane glass, and, and therefore was a little was a little quieter, mm -hmm. a bit better cruising on the highway. Okay. Um, but that being said, the NX definitely a better value proposition if you ask me yeah and like i felt it was a nicer place to sit not yeah. as flashy but just nicer just more well thought out everything felt more intuitive in the nx yeah and and, and in a way that's not going to be like horrifically outdated yeah. in eight years like that's yep. still going to look like a nice place to sit in 10 years yep. like at the end of its 96 month financing period <laughs> whereas like i think the glc will look tired yeah yeah or like, if not tired, out of date. But well, all that glossy piano black will look haggard, tired, oh yeah, and haggard and yeah. scratched to hell. I mean, on. the Toyota Lexus way is is yeah, not to go out on a limb too yeah. far, right? And that kind of, in some ways, it helps them because yeah, but like yeah. it still has f the NX still has 
uh, it's physical nice. controls yeah. for the for the climate. Um, so it has a touch screen, uh, which I think is a lot. It is a lot more usable than yeah. the previous. Uh, is it that giant like fourteen? It's this the big fourteen screen inch screen. That I actually, really well. I actually it love great. that. I have like, the, it's, it's one of the best industries. Yeah. Snappy, beautiful graphics. Yep. Um, I might be one of the few who actually enjoys using uh, Mbox, but it's if you're not using, if you don't rely on voice controls, um, if you're using pre- if you're using either infotainment as as a primarily touch-based system, I would say the EQS has a bit of an edge in that regard. It's a bit easier to use. Mm-hmm. A bit more logically laid out. The EQS? No, the GLC. The GL- no, you're you said saying EQS. Either way, the all Mercedes use the same. All the Whatever. Mercedes use the same. I meant the, I meant the GLC. Okay, but I find, like, in, in the EQS, I couldn't find half the things I wanted to find that I resorted to using the voice control that we were memeing in our in our <laughs> chat group about <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> the, Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Lexus, um, like, I didn't drive the NX, but the, the RZ or RZ that I had, yeah. um, it was, <laughs> back to the Equinox conversation, like, you got in and you just... Oh, yeah, this makes sense. ...knew how to operate yeah, it. But yeah, but I, I feel like it's worth mentioning, like, Toyota interiors are generally, like, they're very conservative. They're generally on the plain side. I don't mean this in a bad way, but there's like they're thinking very longevity. Um, whereas the Le- like in this Lexus NX, which is the platform mates the Rav Four, mm-hmm. like it's stylized. It's a nice place to sit. It yeah. looks and feels fancy. Like like this is something that they get down pat very well, while still being conservative and nice. You can do nice without being flashy, and that's like they pulled it off really effectively there. Um, I didn't love the NX three hundred and fifty F Sport thingamajig that I had last week. I think the it's Sport is kind of redundant <laughs> on something like that. It's I'm not, not kidding. Wait, that's did actually you say what it's called. NX? Wait, what? NX three hundred and fifty F Sport three. Oh, there's, there's multiple levels <laughs> yeah. of three. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I heard M Sport. I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yes, not, the, not the best value proposition. I don't think the. I don't think the. F Sport is the sweet the the gas NX F Sport is the sweet spot. Yeah, I, I, yeah, like it, it's good. Like it, it drives nice. It's good, but I think like the extra money you spend for that F Sport yeah. package is a bit of a waste. Whereas two weeks prior, I had an NX four fifty H plus PHEV, <laughs> which was considerably cheaper than this mm. gas one we had, and I loved it. It's actually like a great value. It looked great. It drove fantastically. It was stupidly good on gas. Same basic faster. interior. Yeah, same interior. It just lo- it lost the heads up, and I didn't miss it. It still had excellent adaptive cruise and lane tracing, so it drove itself on yep. no fuel. Like, that thing was great. Like, excellent NPC yep. mobile. Loved it. The 450 was cheaper because it had less packages, you mean? Yeah, because it was just like a base. relatively base spec. So, quote unquote, uh, still, base still, well, still really well equipped. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it didn't have the F Sport, and the F Sport racks things up really fast. Yep. I didn't. So, I don't, partic- I don't enjoy Lexus's um, packaging structure for. Th- for the gasser because because as it was pricing this out um i really 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 like the color of our tester last week it was cadmium orange yeah Um, that really nice like super metallic copper orange looks great yeah Yeah. it's fucking phenomenal in 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 the sunlight Hmm. i was less than pleased to find out that it's locked behind the 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 cheapest way to get a proper color be it cadmium orange or nori green or whatever blues they offer. Uh, the cheapest way to get that was through the $7,600 F-Sport package. And <laughs> wow. on top of that, 
cadmium orange is a six hundred fifty dollar option. Yeah, like eight grand, yeah. basically. Yeah, to right. get a color that isn't gray, gray, black, black or silver yeah. was were the only three colors on my base NX four fifty H. Although it bears mentioning that I thought the silver it's like a, like a darker silver, like a gray, like a very high metallic content. I thought it looked great. I love that fucking. Oh, color. like that almost terrific. like close to gunmetally. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's really a nice good. color. It just yeah. looked like brush aluminum. It looked fantastic. Yeah. Look how, yeah, it's stainless steel. Yeah. Yeah, which you like for like, which you like for appliances. Yeah, too. and Nick, you're forgetting <laughs> this is an NPC mobile appliance. That's true, you want it to be black, white, or stainless. That's oh, what colors they should. Although be. credit to credit to Lexus because I didn't think I'd be saying this, but those optional colors, like some of them, like yeah. the, the blue is fantastic. Oh, yeah, orange is great. The nori yeah. green is wicked. Yeah, yeah. Lexus um, color game is delicious. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have to pay to play, um, but yeah, lovely color, lovely spec. Um, but yeah, kind of expensive for what it was. Yeah, and but I do still, how, how, how much was that, like, our tester last week, the gas last week, the F-Sport, compared to the GLC? Uh, the GLC was 75-ish, if I recall. They were pretty close. They were off by, like, two or, two or three grand, but okay. but they were they, they were both in the mid-70s. Right. The problem with that price point is that the Genesis GV70 exists. Yeah. And for 75 grand all in, you get that sweet, sweet three and a half liter twin turbo V6 in the Genesis. And a beautiful interior. I, oh, I, I like that wonderful oh. like faux Bentley styling. It look, yes. That thing looks so good. Yes. They I drive great. Yeah, I don't care that reviewers are like, oh, it's like the front end of this and the back end of that and yeah. they copy the interior of this. Yeah. Like, But the, it looks dope. The end yeah. product is fantastic. I was just talking to Nick about this yeah. when we were just driving the 7 Series and yeah. I think it's what, like we were talking about what are the most surprising cars of the year. Mm-hmm. Um and for me, that's the near GV70 the top of my list for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was I was still, like, I liked mine. I didn't love, love it. I was pretty taken with my relatively base spec NX. I really liked that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, especially for the 10 grand difference, eh, I think I'd take that. Are they, like, are they materially different from their Toyota counterparts enough to under, where... Under the skin? No. But it's the a thi- RAV4 Prime underneath. It is a RAV4 Prime. That's what prime, I mean. But like, the thing is, just... but here's the thing, a well-equipped, like... Like, uh, <laughs> a like relatively comparably equipped. Why is this so hard? A relatively comparably equipped Rav4 Prime XSE. There we go. Thank you. Is fifty eight, and this Lexus is a much nicer vehicle, a much nicer place to sit for like mm-hmm. six, seven more. Oh, I agree. Six, seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair yeah, jump. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with that. The problem with the Rav4 Prime is that it, if you're 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 dropping almost sixty grand for it, and yet it still has the same basic materials, the same basic layout as a thirty thousand dollar base LE right. all the yeah. drive or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you have some like well, you have some red stitching on the dashboard yeah. and seats, but other than that, it's the same basic interior, and it just doesn't feel good for like what you get. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a fifty-eight thousand dollars vehicle. Like a a Rav Four Prime XSE with like the nice things you want is fifty-eight grand, and this Lexus NX is was sixty-five. Like that's a difference. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah, That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, Yeah, and Lexus interiors like are nice, nice. like real nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although like, let's get some more ambient lighting. Like it's okay. It's fine. Come on, Lexus. A little bit's fine. All white. It's not a Mercedes. A little, like somewhere in between. Because uh, they're above that. <laughs> <laughs> the RZ had some, a little bit, like on the doors. Yeah, um, yeah, the, the NX had a little bit. There's like little pockets of white. Yeah. yeah, but you can you you still can 
adjust the, the colors quite in the same way as oh, the, no, uh, no. As the, uh, no. as the uh, GLC. Well, do you want a car that starts or do you want a casino? I want a car that starts. You had to think <laughs> about that entirely too long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't Instagram a Lexus, you know? <laughs> sure, you, sure you can. You can, you can Instagram an LC. Is that what no, you buy a car for? Well, yeah. Just to flex on Instagram? Is that the entire purpose isn't, of having a car, Mr. 48 Pants? Isn't that... <laughs> No, I had the Equinox all over IG. That's what I was. Oh, that's, that's right. What yeah. I was, Definitely. That's what I was pushing. Yeah, yeah. Speaking, I totally, I totally yeah. don't know what the 48 looked. <laughs> yeah, we were showing the uh, Equinox for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of flexi cars, let's talk about flexing. Um, this week, I am driving. I think the hardest flex in the automotive kingdom right now. <laughs> I love this thing. This is terrible. It's it's so gargantuan i cannot get over how enormous this car is i need to look up i'm looking up how much this thing weighs right now yeah it is like it's a bmw it's probably like a carbon core chassis it's probably surprisingly light because bmw is good at stuff um it is ostentatious it is slab-sided it looks like a vault it looks like a modern resurrection of the mercedes w140 overly complicated bank vault of a sedan this week i have a bmw 760i and i fucking love it it's so good and it's so huge and it's so dumb fast. and it's amazing and to give you a visual it is what's the color i don't know what the color is called but it's one of the frozen ones yeah, gray i actually don't i was like <laughs> frozen, I, I quickly specced gray. it up today just to kind of give a rough yeah. idea how much it was i know it's a 4900 dollar option it's like a semi-matte like metallic yeah. gray i think it looks so good i hate mad paint that car pulls it off so well it does it looks good it's still a, ref, it's still a reflex a bit of yeah, like a it's got like, it's got some clear on it. It's just not like yeah. super polished. Um, and I love that it's not two tone. I don't like two tone on those. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the i sevens have, mm-hmm. um, which is also surprisingly expensive. It's thirteen grand for two tone. The two tone, oh, and Jesus. that's that's hideous. I don't like it. I don't love it. It make it yeah. makes an already questionably styled car. Because like as much as I enjoy it, I recognize it is contentious. Um, gentlemen, what do we feel about I, the styling actually, on this? Car? I actually don't like the the styling itself. Mm. Like the car has tons of presence just by absolutely. its sheer size yeah uh, <laughs> it is, it is presence by value of just being very present yeah, like, everywhere like i'm i'm 510 <laughs> and i i think like it's its roof was at my shoulder like it was like it's pretty much nick was joking that it's a crossover yeah <laughs> well yeah so the lexus ux that we had a few weeks ago that feels like it it comes up to basically the same height as the like it comes up in proportion right it, it's tall just by virtue of being like a regular big car it's it's a big mercedes just scaled up like 20 percent. yeah and it's like it and by big just i looked it up five thousand ninety five pounds it does not feel it because it really hides its weight well yeah, yeah. especially like a, a bentley continental is like 5500 yeah and Look at how much smaller that is. That yeah. is the size of a car. This is the size of a bus. Yeah, fair enough. And this thing, like, yeah, this thing is huge. We, yeah. you know, for scientific research, we realize that two full-grown men can fit into the trunk yep. of the vehicle. Who are alive and well. <laughs> yep. We're, yeah, we're, just still here. we're still here. We're still recording the podcast. Um, you couldn't hear us talking in there. No, not at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the thing is a vault. It looks like a vault. It is the color of a vault. That like that metallic <laughs> yep. brush steel. Like it, it, it is. It looks like is and drives like a vault. So when we, that yeah. happens to be really fast. And when we were out on the road, and we'll get to the sporting side of it, but 
uh, Nick and I put it in the relax. So for one, it has these weird like yeah. the drive modes are like yeah. mo- moods, which I don't love. No, honestly. me neither. Like because, it's it's yeah. not bad, but it's I don't love that it's tied into the drive modes. So yeah, there's some like some of the modes are like sport, essential, uh, re- relax. Yeah, relax um, closes all the blinds and just automatically cool. turns the massage on. Yeah, but yeah. it's un- and it also changes the screens too. Like relax goes to like a the like colors. a very soft desert yeah. view, and then there's like digital art ones that also tie into the mood lighting, which BMW is very good at. But it's just it's just unclear it's it's unclear (laughs) which one of those modes like actually alter the driving characteristics or do they all we i feel like we were trying to figure that out i think it's basically comfort or kill i feel yeah yeah, when we set it to sport mode that was the only one that that was the only mode that made a somewhat appreciable difference but like everything else was like it didn't really affect the driving nope. or the throttle response steering weight uh, that much except for except for sport mode. Yeah. but like when we were driving it in relax mode um it's relaxing it actually Very, like yeah. it's almost like you feel like you know when you could hear silence a little bit like yeah. it really felt like that like yeah. you could feel the air moving around the cabin like it was it was quiet yeah you can mm-hmm. hear the engine sounds a little bit and stuff but but it was it was quiet it's magnificent it's what's the word it was ah there's a word I was playing with um you guys keep talking I'll think about it <laughs> uh what's another hood of that thing I can't actually push. don't know I can't remember if it's the uh I, I don't know I actually haven't looked I think it's the S68 the the same motor in all the new M60i products of so the yeah. same 4.4 twin turbo with the mild yeah. hybrid mm. I don't know I'm pretty sure it is I'm like 90 percent on it that. really really hides his weight well that thing's fast yeah yeah also being as big as it is is not that heavy. 5,000 pounds is really not well, a lot. Well, I mean, hustling around 5,000 pounds was, like it. did not feel yeah. like it. Mm. Uh, the four-wheel steering does a lot of heavy lifting in that thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it, it floats around, but but it it hangs on. Yeah, it really does. And, like, it does it organically. It doesn't, f- yeah. like, once you get over, like, wow, this sh- something this big should not be moving this well. Yeah. Um, it feels natural. Yeah, like, and I'm, I'm not even so mad that, like, there's no, like, hardcore sports like sports setting is still perfectly yeah, like, like let's face right? it like, like that's not what it's for yeah no. and and it's it's nice that they did that yeah um i will say and and nick agreed i'm sure nathan you will as well like the steering was like like featherweight light even mm-hmm. in sport mode like that's mm-hmm. one thing that could um yeah i could literally like just move it around with my pinky yeah it's relaxing like it's, i was expecting absolutely it should no be effortless to it but i wasn't expecting it to be that effortless no. My E ninety three twenty eight that I've been driving around that yeah. thing that thing takes That's like got a lot bi- more weight, yeah. biceps like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> this was yeah. this was among the lightest steerings I've driven in yeah in recent memory but it's honest. not numb it's not like disconcerting and like overly over boosted it's yeah. not like jumpy it's just very light and easy breezy I like it it's it's supposed to be like a super gigantic comfortable flex machine yep. and it nails the shit out of that and unlike a lot of giant chauffeur cars it's still okay to drive so i think yeah i think i think with a little more weight to the steering i'd be a little bit more confident mm-hmm. um you get used to it really fast outside of that i thought it was yeah i thought it was great yeah um the interior like i'd love to see i think i feel like it probably shines at night more than it does during the daytime um yeah. oh yeah and and yeah, like interior, I found like when I first sat in, I'm like, this is a lot of material, mm-hmm. like a lot of like there's, everything looks good, yeah, um, but there's like there's like molded 
class looking yeah. trim. There's yeah. there's the there's Bowers a, and Wilkins speaker grills. There's a, a lot, which are a lot. Yeah, yeah, and like this exceptionally bright, very metallic carbon fiber trim. Yeah, yeah. like there's yeah. a there's a lot. Which um, yeah, like it just at first it felt like this is a lot. Yeah, um, I actually noted to Nick, I'm like. This kind of reminds me of the WRX, the Subaru conversation yeah, the with, the, mm-hmm. with the five or six different materials. Yeah. But, but like, unlike the Crosstrek, it's, it's just, harmonious. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. It doesn't clash. So in that in that segment, yeah, I think I think I think it works. And but like I said, like I think this is one of those cars. Like if you're driving around at at night, yeah, um, it'll look and feel yeah. even yeah. better. I think it's just like being that it's. Like that, it's so slab nosed and slab sided. Like it, it looks like a brick, like a big, sexy, <laughs> imposing brick. Um, and because no one's buying big sedans anymore, right? It's all big SUVs. So yeah. if you're going out of your way to get a sedan because you want a seven, they've decided to go like way up market with it and make yeah. it just a gigantic bicep flex machine. <laughs> and I love that they like have recognized its position in the market and I'm rolling with it. It's so good. It's I'm, so good. I, I was- love it. I was very, very disappointed, almost, almost outraged, that it had a power sunshade for the sunroof. Oh, <laughs> I think that is unacceptable. It needs to be that fancy new. What's it called? Electrochromatic. Yeah. Uh, setup. Unacceptable. Feel felt like a fucking Honda Civic. Yeah. Car. Okay. The, the Lexus, the RZ, had uh, had that electrochromatic. electro-chromatic? Thing. Okay, yeah, but hang on. Okay, but hang on. BMW has like the fancy mood lighting that's baked into the glass, so there's like oh, the, the trace lines yeah, in it yeah. that light up, mm. and it looks extra fancy pants. I don't know if you can do that with the electro. Oh, they probably could. I'm sure there's a way. Oh, I'm yeah, just being I'm a sure. fanboy right now. I love big BMWs, <laughs> man. I, I've always liked them. They're great cars. As soon as I got into that, I. The first thing, thing I thought was that this thing truly does feel like a flagship vehicle between resplendent. Fit and finish. That was the word. <laughs> yes. It feels resplendent. It's resplendent? Yes. It is a sense that I did not get from either the Mercedes S580 or the EQS. Yeah. Like those do not feel like flagships despite them sitting at, at the very top of the, Mer- the Mercedes-Benz lineup. Yeah. But the... 7 Series truly, truly does live up to its role as yeah. a flagship vehicle. Yeah, it really does. It Like, it is the flag bearer. Just yep. because of how big it is, it's about the yep. size of a building. Like, mm-hmm. you can definitely put a flag Yeah, but e- even, like, even uh, like interior quality, like, we noted, like, the EQS interior oh, yeah. quality was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and what's this thing, This the 7 worth? Probably in around the same thing, right? Uh, thereabouts. Um, starts at, I just did a quick look today. I think the 760 is the only trim available in Canada. Yeah. I saw something on BMW's website about a 750e, but then I couldn't find it in the builder, so we're just going <laughs> to stick with the 750, which starts at 147. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think ours is, I want to say 165, 170. Okay, and in, the, so the EQS area. was north of 200, wasn't oh, it? Well, the EQS is also an EV. Fair, but and like so, we have to go back. What is an i seven worth? An i seven. Uh, that is a or or the S five eighty. I think like the S five eighty that we have just around as a friend's car right, right. now. I think that's one thirty forty. If my memory serves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but uh, like the point I'm making here is that like nothing in the seven felt low rent. Nothing. Not like you, everything you touched. Um, felt good. Uh, and that EQS, I recall like noting, and not I wasn't even looking for it, but like yeah. some scratchy plastics, like yep. some, yeah. um, plastics, just some, some leather work that was stuff. kind of disappointing. So the last i7 that Ben had uh, over Christmas-ish last year, uh, as tested, 194.2. So pretty dead heat with EQS. Yeah. Right. Considering that this wears the, this bears the flagship 
uh, flag a lot more, a lot, a lot more effectively than the EQS. <laughs> it's 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 just night and day. Yeah, the 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 seven sixty is the car Mercedes should be making. Like yeah. if they kept going down the path of the one forty mm-hmm. and continued over engineering the shit out of their cars. I, I agree. You like, look, look and feel. That's, that's what this car yeah. would be. Speaking of over engineered. Imran, you have something that's been basically over-engineered since 2013, 2014? Yeah. Dinosaur by comparison. Yeah, I think it was over-engineered in 2013 or 2014. I don't know if it is today. And this might be an unpopular opinion, but I have the Forerunner 40th Anniversary Edition, um, which is... Um, seemingly more so of an appearance package. It's not mm. like the TRD Pro. Yeah. It's not um, a TRD Pro? No. I thought it was. Really, it's, no. it's just just the appearance package. No, so you have those funky... Um, the appearance crack. package is sick, though. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, okay, so it's I know, black. I know you're soft yeah. on it, but so that So it's great. black, and it has uh, uh, decals that run from the headlight uh, to the rear window. Uh, and what is it? Orange, yellow, and red? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Orange, yellow, and red on, like, the Switch. Toyota TRD, like, brass bronze yeah. wheels yeah it looks it looks great dude cool. so yeah. it looks yeah it has this very sort of old school yeah. look to it um that's what they're going for yeah so. which is actually so they've definitely like hit the mark on that yeah. I, I i do think it looks it yeah. looks cool it's very rad core. um mm-hmm. the 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 stripes at first i was a little eh, uh but it grows on you especially with the bronze wheels yeah. like the bronze wheels yeah. really kind of put it all together every toyota um, should have those wheels yeah yeah <laughs> Yes, they seriously. should all have bronze wheels. Um, they look amazing. But yeah, yeah, but the rest of it, like it's, this is the first Forerunner I've driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nick, I know you had a, uh, a tester, I think, last year. And uh, Nathan, I don't know if you've driven one before, but is it um, still the same platform as Tacoma? Because I've not driven mm-hmm. a Forerunner, a modern Forerunner. I've only had the only trucky Toyota I've had is the Big Tundra, which has nothing to do with this, and the Tacoma, mm-hmm. which is a fossil, a it lovable just, fossil, but a fossil. So this felt like this felt like. It just feels like an old SUV to me. And yes, it is an old platform, but, um, and I'm sure if you take it, you know, off-roading on some light trails or something like that, maybe it shines there or in the winter, but um, driving around in 28 degree weather that we've had for the last Mm -hmm. couple of days, like it, it just doesn't feel great. Like it feels, um, it, it still has Toyota's previous, the previous generation in infotainment, which I'm pretty sure is still running if not Windows XP, then a very similar Windows XP style user interface. Yeah, no, haven't, haven't they updated it? Do you have? Do you? Because there's like I think two screens. There's like a small screen and a pathetic screen. Which no, one? no, it's a small. It's like okay. must be like seven inches or something. Oh yeah, that tracks. Okay, and so I, uh, I just googled it off screen or off mic. I guess you wouldn't hear it on mic. <laughs> I know why I felt the need to compel that. Um, but yeah, I did Google it. They are the same platform, and I get what you're saying. Like it, it feels like a truck. It's not nice. It's not fancy. But if you like trucks to feel like trucks. It yeah, well. like it's it's just I just feel like it's fifty eight thousand this one. Yeah, um, cheap. But these things sell themselves. That's yeah. that's the thing. Like Toyota has has not updated virtually anything, and we were talking about this. For example, um, we talked about the screen, right? Mm-hmm. All yep. of like the in- infotainment, uh, climate controls, uh, gauges are essentially verbatim from uh, my buddy sent me a pic of his like 2015 yeah. or yep. 14 that he had. But they're, easy they're to essentially use and they work. the same. It's, it's it's the GM thing. Like yeah, it's, it's know, honest and approachable like, and it works. I feel like in this case, it's like a little bit of an excuse. Like, oh, it's rugged, so we don't have to update anything. Right? Well, yeah, like, that's marketing um, speak. But like, 
like, mean, like it's getting so the Tacoma is getting redesigned. I think the Forerunner is going with it, so it's yeah, getting I'm, updated. I'm sure it is, right? Yeah. Like it's um, one thing that I noted was very much like they're just like, yeah, we're just not going to touch this thing. It doesn't have the like tap three blink to pass uh, <laughs> to change lanes. Oh. Like, like that, <laughs> but I thought that was like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I thought that, that was like a standard, like almost law yeah, thing now. Yeah. Like it's just that yeah. has included in every vehicle that exists today, right? Also, like, it also doesn't have a power lift gate, which for people of average height like us, it's reasonably fine. But just get taller, bro. Yeah, I know, just grow. But Put my heels on. <laughs> but uh, considering how tall it is, like I, well, my. When I had my my pressure a couple of years ago, my wife did not enjoy closing the lift gate. No, and it's like it and it opens like like it's wide open. It's wide open, shit, it, which is great for fitting shit in. But yeah, so we doesn't have to close it. Like you I don't just you're talking about this utilitarian truck that's easy to use and has a wide opening. I don't, I don't understand your problem. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> No, so I when just, I had the Tacoma last year, I didn't notice it didn't do the three blink thing because I just like I was just driving it like it was my dad's old Ranger. Like it's the that's, same that, truck. That's exactly <laughs> it. So that's that's both good and bad, right? Like you're still spending fifty eight thousand dollars for this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It should have like a tap to pass. There's okay, a, okay <laughs> but I think the argument is like if you want that in a roughly similar sized Toyota, you get a Highlander. You well, get a you get a four yeah, runner because you want a treasure, but, but you yeah. want to be manly though. Well, Get a Land pick one. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. There's Men go for manicures now. That's what. That's that's the point I'm trying to make here. Is that like you still? There's no shame. <laughs> that. Okay, and I guess Toyota's working on that next year. That's <laughs> been enough, the pipeline for a while. They've, it's been they've having a crisis about it. Like how how far do we go? That's what that, this I, I feel like the. I don't envy Toyota for having to redesign this because eventually they're going to have to refresh it. But like, I'm not entirely sure if the for, if the Forerunner is. The good kind of new old car or the bad kind of new old car? Yeah, that's yeah. Like, good. There's good new old car, which which I would loop the, I I, I would loop. The I, Nissan Z is first that yes, comes to mind. The Nissan yes. Z, uh, GTR, uh, F type to a certain extent. Sure. Um, but to an I, extent, but new old car like it, it cuts both ways. It's not good or bad. It's both. You get this, you lose this. Pick like, what do you want? Yeah, but with the Forerunner, what like. Where's the new part? There is no new part. Mule. It's, it's a 2024. It, it is a brand new vehicle. It smells like a yeah. new car yeah. when you first pick it up. Yeah. Do you want the peace of mind of a brand new vehicle? There you go. You got it. Do you like, want something like, that still feels old? And you got that too. Like it even <laughs> has the, the, the finger indent for the gas cap. Like, it's like <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever. <laughs> I haven't seen that since my dad's 95 Bonneville. Yeah. <laughs> They're easy to use. What's your problem? And they're more, and, and they're more reliable than like the push down, like the the hinge spring mechanism. Like those sure. break. That doesn't. So the finger detent doesn't. <laughs> they don't freeze in the winter, I guess. So I just feel like, like I feel like the the new Land Cruiser. Yeah. I'll be like, this is fantastic. Have we? We have not had one, have we? No, 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 no. not yet. But yeah. but uh, I feel like that'll be like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, the Land Cruiser is also like a flagship vehicle and priced accordingly. No, right? but like, they have two yeah. versions now, right? Which isn't one of them a smaller one that they're bringing here based off the... I, I forget what it's called. No, the wasn't there the Land Market. Cruiser and the Lexus variety? I think they're still both There's tanks. a Land Cruiser Mini that's been rumored. Um, it's, but nothing... There's, there, there's nothing official yet. But they are... I, I think they are working on it. It would be interesting to see the relationship between that and the Forerunner. Like, if that's going to become the new Forerunner... 
Yeah, because uh, Toyota did confirm that the Forerunner's not dying. Yeah, yeah, like, but like they, they redid the Tacoma. The Forerunner's going to be right behind it. But like, I'm curious to know if this new Mini Land Cruiser is more of an FJ successor or a new Forerunner. Well, there's already a Forerunner. A, a redesigned Forerunner, the next generation Forerunner. That's what it meant. It seems like a very crowded segment that. For Toyota, kind of <laughs> to I don't know to have these but, both these Land Cruisers, the Forerunner, the yeah. even the Highlander, like all yeah. all of these cars. Yeah, but but to bring it back around, if you want like a normal modern whatever NPC mobile with modern NPC niceties, Toyota will sell that to you, and so will anyone else. If you want a truck, if you want a Forerunner that looks and feels like a Forerunner and does Forerunner honest to god truck things, it's there, and no one else is doing that. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. It could be a new version of that. That's okay. I think the point I you're missing is that Toyota's still selling all of them. There's clearly oh, a demand oh, for this. Totally, yeah. And, <laughs> and not like only it's, it's a unique segment in the market. Not only yeah. selling, yeah. aren't they getting stolen like left, front, and like center? Like crazy, because they're, they're not, sick. <laughs> not gonna lie, I come out in the morning and you know, sorry Toyota Canada, but like I come out and I'm like, please be there, please be there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm kind of I kind of agree with Imran on this one. Like no, you're wrong. It can, <laughs> it can still be functional. It can still be intuitive. It can still work, but can it, but it can also be a little nicer. Okay, but w- what do you want? A power lift kit? I'm sure that's an option. It's just not on this one. Yeah, I mean, there is there is a limited version. Yeah. And, do you and need like the, the springy detent on the gas door? Is that is this a deal breaker for you? I would like. I, I would at least like Toyota's new infotainment system, and maybe a transmission that doesn't kick me in the lower back every time it shifts on full throttle. Yeah, yeah. So that that you guys are sissies. <laughs> also, what's wrong with nice things, Nathan? There's nothing wrong with having nice things. Okay, it's a, cri- a crisp, a crisp shift action lasts longer. It's less wear on the clutches. Okay, for- <laughs> okay. Forget I'm not the, kidding. Forget the power. Forget the power lift gate. Uh, I would like yes, an updated infotainment, which they can literally. Yeah, tra- but the infotainment in that works. But the, it works in all the there's new stuff. We literally no, but just there's a radio. What else do you want it to do? There's a radio s- and now. We talked you about how good, it has how good the Toyota Lexus stuff well, like, is. You're, you're literally fawning over the NX, so yeah. it's fancy new yes. entertainment. Yeah, it works Why great. Why can't we have that system? It works great. On a smaller screen. Not, uh, it works great. Well, because you don't need it. Also, if you were to put a 14-inch television in the dashboard of a Forerunner, it'd look weird. I don't want a 14-inch television. I want like Nate. Just put like a box to be a 14-inch CRT to match how old the rest of the truck is, and it looked kind of funny. Maybe just give me the the, the tap to tap to change lane. The three. I will give you that concession. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's all. That I That seems like a bit of a ridiculous oversight. That's yeah. not even expensive. Like that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything else in Toyota's line has a tap and turn. I don't see why they can't. At- Add that module. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just it's just that just their start, old like, like production there. cycle of just like, well, we'd have to redo this, and then and then it all becomes a thing. Yeah, yeah. And our marketing so is we don't need it, so we're not going to. I'm sure we're coming. To, I'm we're six months down the road or three months down the road. We're going to hear about the new Forerunner, and all of these problems are going to go away. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty certain of that. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you're right. And then, and then it's going to be soft. <laughs> no, then Nathan's going to be like, this infotainment system's great. I love it. It's the same system as the and NX. Why do you guys hate me? <laughs> Try not to be so negative. I just think you can be nicer. I am being nice. <laughs> to the forerunner. Not you guys, because you suck. So what's, on the, so what's on the cards for next week? What is in the cards for next week? Let me get our schedule yeah. here. 
Imran, you're in the uh, Buick Inv- the Buick Envision Avenir. All right. The last Buick I ju- was in was probably a Buick Century nice. from like the 80s that my Sick. dad had. Nice. I don't know if I've even sat yeah. in one since. I had, I, f- I forget, I think I had the midsize Buick crossover last year. I actually really liked it. They drive nice. Typical GM fashion. Like, they drive well. Buicks are tuned a little softer. They're a nice place to sit. I, nice. I hate myself for admitting this, but... As much as I loathe the, is that a Buick? Ads. Every time I see an Envision Avenir on the road, I'm like, they look good. Is that a Buick? No, yeah. some, like, actually Buick's looks actually really good. Yeah, yeah. And Shaq endorses them, so. <laughs> they probably paid millions of dollars by, by, by Jim to say they're nice. But, yeah, of all the Buicks that, 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 I, that I come across on the road, Actually, kind of, kind of do more double takes than than I care to admit. They look uh, really good. The yeah, they I do. I really like mine. They do. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. What else do we yeah. have? Uh, Nick's got a Subaru Forester Sport. Ooh, another NPC mobile. Tis crossover season, boys. Yeah, right. we're coming into that. And I have an F250 Limited, which I'm, which I, I'm told is a diesel, right? Yeah, six to six seven yeah. power stroke or whatever. Yeah. So, our, so oh, nice. the the tremor that we that we reviewed a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago rather. Uh, that's the uh, that was the um, gasser. The new, oh, the new gas! I actually yeah. really wanted to sample that engine. I'm so interested in that yeah. engine. That Ford built a brand new old engine. Yeah, <laughs> in the style of the Forerunner. It's magnificent. Wait, with the suit with the Subaru, do you got your Patagonia vest ready? I uh, got my Granola ready as well. All and, right, all and, right, and and my Birkenstocks as well. There you Sick. go. No, it's uh, I specifically want that one because uh, my dad's uh, in the he's in the thinking process of potentially rep, uh, of potentially rape. Rep, rep, of potentially replacing his 2011 legacy, and uh, the Forester Sports on on the top of that list. So I really oh, wanted to steal the okay. Envision Avenir, but uh, I am taking the Forester because I'm a good son. Ah, uh-huh, nice. <laughs> They're laughing because I yawned. In, in, <laughs> like, act, like actively into the mic. That, That's why we both paused. <laughs> Yes, I didn't, these, I didn't yawn loudly. <laughs> yes, these are NPC movies. I get it. I want to fall asleep too. And uh, Benji's in the uh, Civic Si, so so that should be uh, that should be fun. Oh, yeah, fun little cars. Yeah. yeah. You bought one one of those, right? Something like that. Something vaguely similar. <laughs> you you bought the version balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got the 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 roided out version, the Integra Type S. Sick. Like roided or just like modern supplements, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like fair. it's been to the gym a couple of times. Fair. Like That's it's nice. pretty fit. Fair, yeah. fair enough. Although that SI, like I've driven it. It's it's a good car. They're, yeah, they're fun. it's a fun car. They're yeah. fun. It's a good balance yeah. between you know still yeah still good value and still reasonably fun to yes. drive. As well. But yes, only two hundred horsepower. Yeah, only in twenty twenty four. Nah, unacceptable. What happened to slow car fast? <laughs> I thought you loved slow car I fast. Said, I said it was good. I love new old cars too. <laughs> no, old new cars. It's old, backwards. Old new <laughs> cars. Yeah, new, old new cars. Old new cars. Old new cars. No, well, no, new old cars. It's new old cars. Old new cars. We're getting off track here, boys. I think it's a good place to pack <laughs> it in. Yeah, yeah. But that's enough we should call it. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, it has been a slice. Uh, keep an eye... Uh, uh, sorry. Um, keep an eye out on uh, on our adventures on socials at, double cl- at doubleclutch.ca. And uh, we will see you all next week. Very good. Have a good one. Catch you on the flippity flip.